everybody and welcome to another Spacemen from Pluto podcast. I'm your host today, Christian, and joining me as usual is... Dan. Bet. Oh, you fucking... Well done, mate. That's a good start, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, you didn't balls that up, Dan. I Honestly, I'll never fucking understand the order that we say our names. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> I do, I don't Alphabetically. Yeah, I don't really understand the alphabet properly. Though, so. You follow your own alphabet. <laughs> anyway, move on. We did ours. We did our names. <laughs> Oh, and me. Yeah, James is here as well. <laughs> Didn't both of you say your name at the same time? Probably. Look, Ben, Dan, James, and Christian, we're all oh, here. You know who we are. If you don't know who we are now, what the I was fuck are you say, doing? If, if this is your first podcast, then oh, God help you. <laughs> what a place to start. <laughs> I really hope at the same time. <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> we're, we're a well-oiled machine. We have no errors. Oh, know. yeah, like well-oiled machines exactly like we said at the end of the last podcast it, it was only a month between podcasts yeah, man. We, look we've had a lot going on okay there's, yeah. been, there's been a lot of life admin to sort out but hopefully fingers toes and everything we've got crossed that's all sorted and we can get back to a more regular schedule moving nah. forwards in the next couple months hopefully so nah. and, ho- and hopefully you know with with the upcoming sorting out of the life admin we can start maybe doing stuff in person maybe oh, hell yeah yeah so where do we actually how, what <laughs> angle do we approach this on uh basically like since we recorded the podcast last me and ben got evicted <laughs> um they must have they must have found our recordings yeah, the crimes against <laughs> podcasts oh, yeah they, they must Christ. have heard our ta- they must have heard our stories of, of what we've been up to in the flat and thought this isn't yeah they just, can't just, be living here anymore they, no they, all they had to do was listen to the walls of you arguing about how to boil water or whatever it was <laughs> i think no, since we last uh yeah since we last record i can't remember if since the last one did we i can't did anyone remember if the hob broke last time was that recorded I don't think so. oh, I yeah don't, maybe no i don't think so we, we broke the hob the table wow. broke that was recorded uh the fridge broke that was really fun that was a really good one um coming home from work after a re- you know in the summer heat and having like half of, well not too well yeah half a four pint of milk had curdled in the day it it just turned got to cut, cheese cuts. basically hadn't it that was yeah really yeah why yeah. did you nice, still man. drink it though yeah that was... it's nice man it's <laughs> it to cheese paid so... for that milk <laughs> yeah waste yeah. of what not <laughs> not letting it go to waste man but yeah we got we're getting evicted yeah, we're getting evi- we're getting evicted. Technically, uh, as of the time of this recording, we should have already moved out of our current <laughs> flat. But luckily, the landlord, uh, our current landlord, has had mercy on us. We can stay an extra month. Um, but yeah, it wasn't through any like crimes or misdemeanors. It was just an annoying thing that happened. You couldn't sound more guilty if you tried. Well, <laughs> there was a there was a few class A drugs in you. <laughs> Yeah, if I remember, it, it just no, like yeah. it's it's audio. But obviously, like our setups look terrible. We look like we've called. I feel like I'm calling from like a prison. Like it just looks really bare <laughs> compared yeah. compared to what mine was. It's just like oh my well, god. You, like you were fully ready to move out, weren't you? It was only a couple of days before your move out date when the landlord yeah. was like, oh yeah, I guess you could stay for a bit longer. Yeah, it was really touch and go, man. 
So you just like living out of boxes now? Yeah, we're kind of like currently, you know, the loading program in the Matrix. That's <laughs> we're sort of existing in a version of that. <laughs> the white room. Yeah, it looks it's really bare in the flat. Coincidentally, though, Dan's room's never looked better. <laughs> it's never been so tidy. <laughs> <laughs> it's tidy it looks so good I was shocked when I, I was so shocked when I walked in earlier my god it looks so good <laughs> um, yeah the flats are, it's a state it's an absolute state yeah I, I packed I packed everything away man playstation's yeah. gone yeah it's all gone yeah the landlord um, wanted to move back in and just decided just for the avoidance of any doubt that any, anyone might have or if anyone even cares probably not but like the landlord <laughs> wanted to move back in and we have to be like yeah that's fine yeah. Um, so but interestingly enough um, th- things have progressed um, to the point where we're getting a new a new place do we want to go public with it let's go public with it maybe you know should we yeah why not well, well, it, can, it can only the jinx full it address and postcode for... <laughs> no, 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 no point then you've got to give them the full address and postcode that's the whole full address and postcode and let them know where there's a spare key <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um basically we're moving to a three-bedroom place uh with uh james Woo! So, the basement house is one step closer yeah Yay. it's almost reality it's just for christian for, to move in and then we can create our own hell basically yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah, being man. stubborn i'm staying exactly where i am nowhere near you guys <laughs> it's a very wise move but yeah probably pro- i mean i would say quite likely that by the time of the recorder of the next podcast uh we we may well yeah. have already moved in um and be fully set up and everything so we, we shall see won't we we shall see mm-hmm. how that pans out but yeah we shall yeah, me, James, and Ben are going to be living together. That'd be nice. Oh, cute. It's going to be something. <laughs> no, it definitely will be something. It'll be something special. As, as the person uh, who's not going to be in that flat, I look forward to hearing stories from that flat. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice for Ben to agree to move to the utility cupboard, though. I would have to admit that was pretty big of you. I think we should like get one of those nest cams that we just set up in like the hall that's just constantly recording, and like any motion it detects, it like, quickly records a little clip. And that, that, that can just be the channel. We'll just like set up a live stream to that, and anyone can just mm. tune into the flat whenever they want. Oh, God. I'm that's just a- happy to see that James will now be bear witness to see the torment that I go through having to live yeah, with. It, see, that, it, it's one of two ways. Who am I going to join? Am I going to like yeah, join Ben and be like, Dan, you're a knobhead, cut it out? Or am I just going to join Dan and be like, it's- yeah, let's fucking push Ben over the edge? <laughs> Downstairs. Two, I'm upstairs now. So yeah, we do it's going to be very exciting. It, it feels like it's a real... What's a comparison? <laughs> a real flat? <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> some sort of some sort of civil war, and there's somebody in the middle. So, uh, yeah, listeners, we're, we're like Avengers. We're gonna we're gonna set up polls, take bets now on who's gonna crack first, and just mm. absolutely lose it at, because of the other two. Like, oh, I can definitely break Ben. I, I I reckon it's gonna be Ben as well. That's gonna. <laughs> <step up. laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Down no. in a second. I feel like it'd take a lot to to crack James. <laughs> I just don't care enough. I'm just I'm just genuinely so not asked about anything anymore. But who knows? We'll see. 
I haven't. I've I've gone through a lot, but I haven't lived with Dan yet. So you know. Yeah, yeah and I have. And I prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Prepare yourself. I live quite a humble existence, really. <laughs> all things considered, you know. Ridiculous. I'll make a brew every now and again. I'll sit down quietly and like watch. Like Ben watches weird fucking wrestling shows and <laughs> you other odd shit. Every t- every ten minutes you're screaming, Granny! Every ten <laughs> minutes for weeks. <laughs> I don't know what this, you're talking about. This horrible YouTube advert that won't go away. It keeps every video oh, we watch. The job one. Yeah. It's so horrible. It's horrible. I hate it. Like, literally every advert that come that, that comes on YouTube, it's her going, Granny. <laughs> I can hear Dan doing it through the flipping walls, man. <laughs> they paid me what I wanted. Well negotiated. Clever girl. <laughs> it's just... it's, oh, it's so terrible. Such a terrible <laughs> advert. Anyway, yeah. now that the the life news is uh, up, should, oh, should, we, uh, should we talk about some films? Talk about some Let's TV? talk nah, some films. No. No. Uh, Has anyone seen anything good recently? Yeah, I guess so. I've seen a few things. What were the last things we saw? We talked about uh, the multiverse. We, we just finished. That yeah. was the last one we did. Uh, Feels yeah. like it was in another multiverse that we recorded that podcast. It was so long ago. <laughs> anyone like that? No, no, uh, no one. Yeah. All right, cut that. Cut that, cut well, that. You got to try, haven't you? You got to try <laughs> things. You got to take a risk as a you, comedian. You, you shouldn't have to try. Risk. You're not a oh. comedian. Hmm. Ah. Hmm? Ben and Dan, you've seen Thor four, haven't you? Thor four, Thor four. Uh, yeah, we yeah, yeah we we sat through it. There was one, there was one bit when there was like some like children sat behind us, and Dan just put his leg in the air. <laughs> <laughs> what people behind oh, yeah. us? I was just stretching. Just... Them. <laughs> I had to stretch. It was you know you cramped. It's so... terrible cinema etiquette. Nah, it's fine, man. And and I had to clean up the absolute mess that both of them had made (laughs) because I was on shift when they watched it. Yeah, that's not true. We're very polite. We saw. We actually went and watched it after we viewed the current the flat we hopefully will be moving into. James is a little. I I thought it would be a reward, a treat. (laughs) Then we sat through whatever whatever happened there. So should should, should we should we should we get into the the big. Marvel stuff. There's a lot to talk about with Marvel. Let's, we can yeah. we can start yeah, with get it Thor, out work our way through. Yeah, I, 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 so. I know how much Dan loves talking about Marvel. Oh, every yeah. every podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. Can't wait. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, it was it was a film. <laughs> it certainly it was, was yeah. a film. Yeah. yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder. More like Ball: Love and Thunder. There yes, go, man. In there. Can I say another one? Um, on. It's not it's not a Thor one. Oh. Uh Black Panther, woke gender forever. Am I right? <laughs> Look into it. Am I right? Anyone? We're, we're, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. We're, we're starting with Thor. We'll move on through the plethora of 8,000 films and TV shows that Marvel has announced. Oh, and we'll stop on every single one to talk Obviously. about it. Please, let, let's no, not do that. Let's not do that. I just simply yeah, don't I, want to. I thought, yeah, I, yeah. Um, wait a sec. Christian just went auto, and now his image is frozen completely. Uh oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> what on earth has happened to him? <laughs> he's, oh, back. he's back. Oh, he's, he's back. back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Right, he's back in the do room. another. Do another little clap. Keep just that. Go. Keep that. Keep that. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't know what happened there, but yeah, there we go. Uh-oh. He's back in. He's back in the room. <laughs> Give us a little safety clap, Christian. Uh, Did you know something was going wrong? Christian, safety clap. <laughs> oh, God. God. The whole podcast is sham. People have turned up. Yeah, that's what people come for. Yeah, man. Absolutely. A sham. This podcast is a shambles. Like Thor 4. We're back on track. What a segue. What there we go. Right, there let's go. talk about uh, it then. On. yeah man it yeah. was just like like it was just a bit like i don't know i feel like it's kind of i don't think it was any worse or better than kind of anything you know excluding those end game infinity and end game i don't think it was anything worse or better than the rest it's all kind of the same nah, similar humor bit too on. too much too much humor yeah. some all right bits underused actors you know it summed up the the whole of phase four really in you know, I've come out of pretty much everything that Phase Four has put out and been like, "Yeah, it was fine." It was, it was, nah, okay. Shang Chi was really Shang Chi. I really enjoyed Shang Chi. Like Shang Chi was the best thing that's been put out. And Spider Man No yeah. Way Home. Yeah. Oh yeah, that feels that. Oh, yeah, funny that, that. It's funny. Trap then, Christian. That, I know, but you that, know that, that feels like that feels like <laughs> years ago. <laughs> it, yeah, it all feels like. The phases are all, even for me, are all kind of melding into one at this point. Well, didn't you yeah, put a I graphic think... on the other day, Christian, like one of the group chats they're in, about the um, the length of uh... length of phase four compared yeah. to the other phases, and yeah. it's something ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, but that's because of the telly show. Yeah, if like, you, I, I'm curious it. to see it. if you take out the shows. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, even... I reckon it'd be shorter if you cut out the shows because a lot of recently films are all clocking in at around the two hour mark. Even even still, the fact that Phase Four <laughs> is not over yet and already <laughs> takes as long to watch as Phases One, Two, and Three combined—that that's so much Marvel. <laughs> it is a lot. It's, it's a lot. Near, She-Hulk will push us over the hundred-hour mark to watch it all back to back. It's a lot. Yeah, I think this the th- Thor Four was just like kind of a bit of an indication of where marvel is at just generally with this whole phase it was just very almost a bit phoned in a bit like yep. no, not much focus to it not much direction to it it was just kind of paint by numbers marvel kind of thing kind of thing with the humor and the, especially the special effects were very very mediocre mm. and it was just yeah. a bit nothing wasn't it really it was yeah. like whatever I mean, I mean overall like I, I I enjoyed the set the second and third act when it actually got into the film. I, I yeah. enjoyed what it culminated in. It was just that the first act is an absolute mess. It it sprints through the story. The editing's all over the place. There's so much like clunky, awful CGI. I I cannot get over the fact that they CGI'd Thor's helmet and then show him taking it off and it's clearly a prop. It's like why did you not what? just use the prop version? Yeah, what's really yeah. weird is there's a sh- there's a scene that they share together where clearly they're both wearing CGI helmets, but then like ten seconds later there's a scene with them without the helmets in which their faces look CGI'd as if they were wearing helmets that had to be CGI'd off. The, the CGI is messy in this film. Like, I'm 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 not too fussed if there's the odd wonky shot or whatever, but it's distractingly bad in this film. It's ropey like, too yeah. often. Yeah. It looks very, uh, it looks very green screened. Um, mm. In a lot of places, it just doesn't quite look like it's had the kind of care it should have should have done. Probably because, you know, as came out recently, a lot of the people who work on Marvel films apparently are under a lot of time pressure to mm. get things done. Uh, you know, obviously things have to be rushed and corners have to be cut, and I'm sure there's all sorts of problems of that nature, really. 
Um, because it, the Marvel is just a machine that churns things out Hello. at this point, isn't it? Oh, yeah. What's wrong, Ben? I don't know. You okay? Do I you just... Need... This, this wasn't on. Is, is there many in there that we hadn't already heard of or had rumors? Um, yeah, I think it's... Most of it's... Most of it's the same. They're just kind yeah. of... Well, that, yeah, re... I suppose they hadn't confirmed, confirmed the two Avengers films. Like, mm. that was... Yeah, they, they'd filed... Somewhat new. They'd filed patents for the names. Well, filed copyright... Whatever. They, they'd, like, copyrighted the names um, a few days before the panel. So people kind of just knew that that was coming. The thing is with those Avengers films, who are the Avengers now? Because isn't everyone kind of retired and dead? And like... Pretty much everyone that's dead or retired, though, has been replaced by a new version of them. Yeah. Like Thor's yeah. still kicking about. Hulk and She-Hulk are still there. You've got a new Captain America, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Still a fair few people. And then you've got the new ones of like Shang-Chi... And there's a new Black Widow and the Hawkeye and all that stuff. And uh, they're slowly getting replaced, more coming in. There's the Captain Marvel and all that. They've confirmed that the first of the two announced Avengers films is being directed by... um, I can't remember his name now. He directed Shang-Chi, though. Which is a good Um, sign. Which is a good sign, considering it's the best film of Phase 4. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess this current phase is just doing what Phase 1 did, isn't it? And, And building up these characters that you don't necessarily have heard of before you know i remember when iron man came out and i remember when thor came out and people were like a thor film that's weird like what the hell and the first thor thor film wasn't really received very well even i actually quite liked it but it wasn't yeah. received really particularly well and then that really bad hulk film that the kind of everyone forgets about with edward norton um and what else was there in was Captain, America. Captain America and the first Captain America film again I kind of liked it but like really it wasn't it. particularly yeah. well received because it's like they're making a Captain America film like that's <laughs> like what on earth um, but then the Avengers film that then came out Avengers Assemble kind of you thought oh right okay I see what they're doing kind of thing this makes makes a bit more sense now it's cool that they added those characters to the same film and yeah um i i feel i feel like that's what phase four has been it's been like oh oh <laughs> everyone froze everyone froze for a split second i was like god's sake my internet turns out you're all just really still <laughs> yeah it's just listening um yeah um i feel like that's what phase four has been so far it's just been them like reintroducing new characters and the only reason that people are noticing how long and how sort of messy phase four has been in terms of direction is because of how much more of phase four there is than phase one like phase one was like I, six movies i guess that and like yeah it is, it is quick like phase one only took about four years like it was fairly quick and there's fewer films but when everyone's been saying this whole thing of oh phase four doesn't feel like it's got a direction i don't know where it's going almost every single property maybe not every single one but so many of them have had something to do with multiverse or different universes now it's like well, that's yeah. your direction clearly that's I, where we're i think headed. it's because people were looking for like the next they were looking for like the next Thanos and being like so is it going to be Kang is it going to be Nightmare like was rumoured is it going to be Doctor Doom because Fantastic Four Um, I I do reckon that Doom's got a big thing especially now that Secret Wars has been confirmed Mm. and I'm going to assume they'll do the 2015 version rather than the original one Yeah, it's going to be Doom yeah but I think that's maybe like the problem as well another problem with these these latest Marvel films is that um 
with phase one you had it was it seemed more compelling it was like intriguing because you you were like what are they, i wonder what they're going to do with these new characters you know they could build in this this uh the mcu and it was a new concept whereas with phase four it's the a lot of the characters aren't quite as well known anyway straight off the bat like these are the proper c-list marvel uh, kind of characters right so, like I, you said so was iron man and all that they were like d-listers but then you had the first films came but out. then you had robert downey jr giving that like really really yeah. you know vet, like basically his performance everything else bra- branched out from you know that yeah um and you don't really have that type of performance that caliber of actor involved in 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 phase four and it's uh, and also the idea of the multiverse just it's a bit inherently a bit confusing and a bit directionless just by design i i think i think that they are like one of the things that i've noticed through phase four is that they have been being like well we, we want to introduce all these new characters but we don't want to pull people away from the characters that they recognize so the characters mm. that could be being phased out you know your captain you, you know captain america and iron man the characters that people have grown through with they're at least trying to sort of keep some semblance of identity by being like well you know falcon's captain america now but you've still got captain america so that's still a character you recognize and that the black panther's bringing in iron heart so there will still be a version of iron man so there's still mm-hmm. something that people recognize on top of these new and weird sort of c-list characters i mean they, they've done it before they've taken characters like the guardians that yeah. no one cared about and turned them into a like you can't see anything with marvel that doesn't have the guardians involved now and they went from like d-list to a-list overnight oh, because of the film so I, i'm hoping that they find some foot in in phase five with mm. the sort of now that they know what their next end game is and i'd argue of the phase four projects we've seen so far shang chi was one of the best ones i'd never heard of him before the uh, film was announced and the miss marvel show which yeah i'd heard of her but she's relatively new as a character so like you know these newer more fresher brands some of them are really good yeah the, the miss marvel that the tv show was based on her comic only i think her first comic came out in like 2014 2015 yeah, so she's she's, she's a fairly new character that show was great like every episode i just had the time of my life watching it just really enjoyed every like each week tuning in for that i I think it's the first show uh that marvel have put out since sort of like the early it's probably since wandavision where the the finale finished and i didn't immediately go i kind of feel like i wasted my time (laughs) it's i know what you mean it's probably the best one since wandavision it's brie larson in it it Right at the end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the post-credit sets up how they're gonna Meet. come together for the Marvel show. Yeah. Did you feel that that about uh, Moon Knight, Christian? Just the letdown with the finale. I feel well, like that was received quite well. Yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed Moon Knight, but I said uh, it might have even been recorded. But I definitely said to people around episode one, I was like, I can already see that that this the final episode is gonna be giant humongous like power ranger style god versus giant humongous power ranger style god fighting in the background with their fight synchronized with ethan hawk and oscar isaac fighting in the foreground and then that's exactly what the episode was and so it gave you exactly what you wanted no it it just get like it just gave me exactly what i was expecting which was kind of a flip floppy power rangers fight that then sets up a season two that apparently was never planned 
It's like, good. why would you set up a season two and then be like, oh, by the way, this might be the only season? Yeah, because that that's that is what they do, isn't it? They wait to see what what sticks, and then they yeah. they, they wait to see how the internet reacts to things, and that's yeah. their business plan that, means that's, basically. That's the problem with Marvel at the moment. They're not they they they're only taking half risks and then being like, should should we do it? Should we should we go all the way? And it's like, no no no, ju- you just hit them with the weirdest, most out there stuff, <laughs> and go for it and if people don't like it then they don't like it whatever I, I, just like, try stuff realistically we were talking about this <laughs> yeah. um with some of my friends at work about the thor film it's not great it's not the best film they've ever made but i think it's still making decent money because the ball is rolling at this point and marvel their films will make money kind of regardless of quality so that's when you go look let's just try something now we've we're in a position we're in a secure enough position where our films aren't really going to be any huge flops. Let's do something. Yeah, but you always like feel that. like they feel, they feel the opposite. It's almost like the yeah. the confidence is gone, and they're and they're just they're not backing their own kind of the stuff. They could they they could say, oh, and the beginning of Phase Five. Here it is, the announcement. Howard the Duck Two. That's right. Howard the Duck is the thing that's leading us into Phase Five, and people would go yeah. see it. Yeah, so, I'd see it. I'd see it. Um. Well, apparently Howard the Duck might be in She-Hulk, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. The right? said about <laughs> She-Hulk the bear. I think... Look, I, don't, I was going to say it looks good. I don't mm. mean it literally looks good. The CGI is dog shit. Honestly. But I think the tonal and the idea of what the show is going to be, I think it looks good, man. I think it's going to be really fun. I'll definitely watch... I'll, I'll be watching the first episode just to see what the hell it's about, to be honest. The, the second trailer gave me more faith from a story standpoint but mm-hmm. when they put that forward as like hey we you know we delayed it for a little bit to do yeah. some bit a bit extra on the vfx and it's like still kind of looks like fiona from shrek so yeah it's <laughs> not good. Uh, hey daredevil's in it so yeah. i'll watch that scene how many episodes on that show is gonna have yeah, yeah. What, why, why why mm. why why ridiculous too why because People have been pandering for Daredevil. They're like, no. oh, we'll, we'll give you Daredevil and some. Here you go, 18 episodes, hour long, didn't mean... whatever. I'll tell, tell you one thing Have that came out of Comic-Con that I actually was a bit excited by. that On the on the Walking Dead panel, they were like, the, the guy that plays Rick came out, Rick and Michonne came out, and they were like, oh, Rick and Michonne are coming back. I was like, oh, great, because I'll, I'll always... The guy that plays Rick's so good, Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln I'll always... Yeah. Yeah. I'll always watch Rick and Michonne's great. And they were like, they're going to come back for like a, just only six episodes. And I was like, oh, I'll watch that. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for that. Not 24, 18, 40 minute episodes. I just, with, I, re- with weekly releases, that's four and a half months. Yeah. And it just that 18, when they said 18, I thought, oh my God, that's going to be so dragged out. Yep. It's going to be so, I don't know. We'll see. I might, uh, maybe, I know, yeah, I might just enjoy it and be like, oh, at least he's back, but that's not good enough. I think but if, if they're like 20, 30 minute episodes, then fair enough, because that's kind of like doing nine hour long episodes. I bet they're but... 50 minutes, man. 40 minutes, 40, 50 minutes. That was my biggest issue with the Netflix one. It wasn't that it was bad. Yeah. It's just that it was drawn yeah, out. Yeah. Every long. season was like three episodes too long. Uh, yeah. But I tell you, a show, can I segue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A show that is well paced. Each episode's got something about it, a bit episodic. Feels a little bit thought out until the last episode. The Boys. Fantastic. Uh, honestly, this season was so good. So good. Until I'm the end. I watched it. 
I've not watched it, but don't worry about spoilers. It's Talk guy, away. Man. I don't care. It's a bloody guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> it had like there's a bit in it, Dan, where in there's a, there's a fight between three or so characters in a house, and it feels so well earned, man. Yeah, like such a well earned fight, and like the seasons build up, and then you f- and you see it, Homelander's involved in it, and to see you kind of see Homelander tested a bit, and you see some other characters fight Homelander. It's like oh, my, and it, it was also a very choreographed, well choreographed fight in itself, like in isolation. But then like to, you can you really got that. Oh my god, it was so well earned, man. Uh, so honestly, good. that that entire episode, I I think I spent the the second half of the ep- entire second half of the episode with my jaw on the floor just because yeah. of everything like a culmination of three seasons of what i'd been waiting for all happening <laughs> yeah it was, it was like really good. I, I mean dan you said you're not asked about spoilers per se no not not yeah. not usually maybe so like, not not this isn't any plot points but this is just say it's like the episode we're talking about is the hero gasm episode yeah i've heard a lot and about on that. social media they'd like really hyped this whole thing up like oh it's hero gasm oh it's gonna be mental oh there's some stuff that they didn't even want us to put in and i'll be honest with you the actual hero gasm stuff of it yeah wasn't exactly what i thought it was gonna be yeah but the episode as a whole all the plot stuff and story stuff was so good that the episode was probably about as good as they were hyping it up to be, just not in the right ways. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I I just oh. kind of oh. Oh. I just <laughs> kind of had a <laughs> I just kind of had a feeling that this season was going to be, um, like the next level of the boys from the the way that the first episode opened with the whole termite sequence. Hmm. Uh, everyone mad, was talking one. about that online, and as soon as it happened, I was like. Oh my god! Is this what we're is is this what we're setting for for the next like? F- they released three episodes day one, didn't they? So like yeah, the next yeah. five weeks, six weeks, five. I, I however I can't help but notice what Ben said about it was really good but not the best finale, and mm. I would agree. Do you know what, James? Because you have you've been you've been a little a little cheat, you pesky. Oh. Mm. I thought you were committed to us and us only. Been dipping my fingers in some other pie. He's or... it's a, it was it better be just a one time thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, I because James J- James got invited to attend another podcast. Uh, what was it called, James? Sorry, our friend it's Josh. Just a streamer podcast. Oh, of course. So it's just called give that. give them a listen, give them a follow. But James yeah. was lovingly invited to to. Uh, to be on it because we're talking about Marvel or whatever so I, I didn't want to listen to it because I thought I want to hear James's thoughts myself I felt yeah I felt James it felt a bit like are they just the status quo has just been reset a bit a at the bit, end yeah. a little bit and certain characters who definitely should have died who should have died yep yep yep, yep. Um, yeah, it, it, it did feel like there was a lot of build up over like oh who's going to make it to the end of this series and then everyone kind of makes it to the end of the series and it's like uh... i'm a bit like so i'm a bit like i kind of want them i kind of want the show to kind of he's the best part of the show but they need to be a bit less focused on homelander all the time so like the premise of the show is that the boys you know they police superheroes they go after superheroes that are corrupt but it's only about homelander for the most part 
except for the one scene at the beginning where they get termite it should be like you could do like two episode little arcs where all, like all those superheroes at hero gasm they're all probably evil and we don't know any of yeah. them like why can't we have one or two episodes where you have like a little story episodic episode episodic story where the boys are dealing with so and so because he's gone off the rails but but the ongoing stories home it's like it's all homeland all the time and yeah he's great but i want to see mean- the boys I boys. mean, they, they they throw other heroes in, but all of the other heroes that they went after and, you know, ended up either damaging or killing in some way were sort of on the way to finding a weapon to take out Homelander. So mm-hmm. it was all... It was, it was all, like, forwarded towards Homelander. They just had these other superheroes as obstacles... Yeah. Because I've, I've been reading the comics recently and it's almost exactly like what Ben yeah, is saying. Yeah, because I've the, read the books. <laughs> so yeah, they're that's really why, good. I'm having the time really of my good. life reading them. Mm-hmm. But it is exactly that of the boys are do, dealing with these other superheroes and then you're kind of cut away a little bit to deal with the Seven and all that. Yeah. The first, like... So they do that. They release them in six omnibuses. The first, like, two um, books, which is like a third of the whole comics, the Seven are barely in it. Like, yeah. really, really <laughs> barely in it compared to the show. And Soldier Boy isn't isn't hmm. isn't really a thing. Very different. Very different. Yeah. So it's interesting how they changed the show. It's a good a good adaptation. I tell you what's a worrying adaptation, and we will see together, James and Dan, this pesky mm. Lord of the Rings show that's coming oh, slow. It's, no. it's 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 just over the horizon. By the next episode, yeah. we'll probably watch it and talk about it. Yeah, but it's, I can it, say. We'll, we've got a trailer at Comic Con. It all it still looks yeah. a bit shit but yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I i've been i've been avoiding all the tra- i've like a, a, apart from the first trailer that they brought out <laughs> i haven't seen any of the trailers or promos or anything for it because i've been i watched that first one and i was like i don't want to like keep watching the trailers and the trailers like work and get me hyped and then it's a letdown i just want to keep myself yeah. prepared for some level of disappointment <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. After the um, it's it's Amazon Prime, so they they did the Wheel of Time show. Oh uh, God! Uh, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christian's response there kind of says it all. But I I didn't stick with it for the reason that it just like was such a like everything was just so perfect and clean, and it just was a really very bland kind of like fantasy world almost and it was like it's almost like it was amazon primed up or something and made, hmm. everything was just made you know palatable for a certain audience or whatever which is the, the first episode the first just to have a mini rant about the wheel of time the first episode has a massacre in it and still manages to be the most boring fantasy show <laughs> i've ever engaged with yeah yeah so this is where my my fears about the lord of the rings show come in like i might i hope i'm proved wrong because obviously Same. this show has a, a, a much larger budget than wheel of time this was like mm. something ridiculous like yeah, you know, how much was it like per episode? A billion, and that's surely not. That's insane. But I'm sure I read it was close to. <laughs> I'll look it up. I, was it I a billion overall? Mad. Yeah. Was it, it been something a bit, like yeah. the overall production budget or the the overall budget maybe marketing is a billion? Yeah. yeah. Some it's stupid, but still insane. But um, you know, so that obviously will translate to like yeah. higher production quality or whatever. But I mean, there's still that sense of like, are they going to get the the vibe right? Because we all want the original Lord of the Rings yeah. films vibe, and I don't know if they're going to pull it out. Pull I, it off. I mean, I mean, 
you say that that the higher budget might be indicative of it being like more care taken and a better quality but uh, apparently She-Hulk is costing Marvel 25 mil an episode and that looks like, <laughs> that looks horrendous for how much they're spending wow. on it how is that even begin to be possible that's incredible this this article here reckons it's 58 million dollars per episode for season one. Oh, the, world's, God. the world has gone that's insane just burning money yeah but it's Amazon. They've got all the money in the world. There's some, like, honestly, like, without wanting to, you know, wreck it for Christian or whatever, I won't go into too much detail. Like, in the trailer, I can't really get a, a gauge of the story, particularly, like, about yeah, by what? design. <laughs> no, you can't, you don't, you, not really. You can tell, like, various themes and characters who are going to be in, in it, but you don't know the, it doesn't really give much away about the overarching. I plot. completely disagree. It seems, like, <laughs> mysterious to an extent, I suppose. Or does it? Maybe it doesn't. No. Um, but but um, one the the main thing I did notice is that there were some quite nice looking shots in there, like stuff that looked like it was from Elden Ring. You know, with the mass. Like, oh, sorry, I don't want to spoil it for Christian. No, you can. And so uh, you, you can you can say bits and pieces. Like I I just said, I I I'm not watching the trailers. Not what I'm not not watching the trailers because I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I'm just not watching them out of principle that I don't want to get myself too That's hyped excited. and then be let oh, down. I see. Okay. Well, yeah. Like there's there's a there's some cool looking stuff in there. Like the you know the big ma- the big sort of trees from Elden Ring that like yeah, huge yeah. light up trees that take over entire environments. That's kind of imagery is 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 in this as well, and it just kind of looks quite cool and like something we've not seen before um and the rest of it you think oh yeah it kind of looks like how lord of the rings you imagine lord of the rings should look it looks a little bit you know it, it looks kind of gritty and it looks kind of like a real world you know that's been developed but then occasionally you'll get a shot of like lenny henry from nowhere and it's like wait it's a minute so weird that shot it's, it's, ter- actually in it's a terrible shot as well james it's like it's in some else man <gasps> it's it's like it's like when they film that like a comedy skit for the Oscars where like Lenny Henry's the host of the yeah. Oscars and they put him in a movie of the year. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah, Billy Crystal stuff. It's it looked like that. It's it's such a terrible. Oh my gosh, terrible. So worrying. Yeah. It's quite jarring, but you know, maybe it's okay. I don't know. I'm gonna reserve reserve judgment until we actually watch the thing. Yeah, uh, September second, really soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is only. It's, oh no, that's like a month away. Yeah, it's really soon, man. Yeah. And then like the, the that Game of Thrones show is like August, so it's all high fantasy, man. It's all coming oh back. And then we got and we get and we get Willow, so hyped. Anyway, another time for. I, I, that is. I was going to say, speaking <laughs> of a beloved franchise getting a TV show. She-Hulk. I was no, I was going to talk about Kenobi. Oh. oh <laughs> that that happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about that yet. I don't think. Maybe came and we went. talked about the trailer of kenobi mopey one kenobi there oh this guy. Oh, this guy this <laughs> guy this guy just just yeah we've just what a wet fart of nothing show <laughs> that was wow was, who cares i was i was so ready for this show and it was just yeah nothing i honestly really. don't know what else you expected lads i think yeah. it's right <laughs> I, I wanted it to either be him just on Tatooine and it'd be like almost spiritual about him connecting with the force and talking to Qui-Gon and about that kind of training. That's what I or wanted. Yeah. Go the other way and just go, 
fuck it we're gonna have Hugh McGregor running around swinging his lightsaber around and it's sick and it's cool and it's action and it's a bit nostalgic because it reminds you of like your childhood enjoying Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan however they just went straight down the middle and went we're not gonna have him be like super cool in action but we're not gonna have him be introspective either we'll make him go out and try and do stuff but he's not very good at it anymore it's like well what's what's the point in this yeah who's enjoying it, this it, mm. yeah it did again like i mentioned earlier with moon knight it did exactly what i was expecting it to do which is have a, a six hour long show that showed the adventures of obi-wan kenobi that were completely inconsequential to you know if you did a if you did a Star Wars rewatch and you rewatched everything in the Star Wars timeline, you could skip the Kenobi series and lose nothing. Like you. Well, yeah, it had it had to be. It, there was no. It had no choice because of New Hope. I just wanted there to be like some extra reason for me to, you know, you know, something added. That, yeah. Like, you know, Rogue One is basically just the, the title scroll of A New Hope, but I always choose to go back and watch Rogue One, whereas I don't think I would choose to watch this again. I think I'd just be like, eh. No. It's just mad, man. They had, they had Hayden and you in there <laughs> to do, like, you could half of, you'd think, oh, God, we've not, we've, we've got, we, ha- we haven't got any plot here, and we know how it ends so that's we've got maybe about three episodes worth of actual current plot so let's fill half the show we just flashbacks why not the show itself is a flashback really because you've seen the future <laughs> events so nothing matters so why not just have hayden and ewan in their old costumes again looking old as hell just palling around <laughs> like yeah, I, I just I, it's just like one scene one of one them scene. training I, I almost wonder whether they cast you in the cast uh, Hayden did it all and then all the fans went oh shit we're going to get flashbacks this will be really cool and they went oh fuck we hadn't planned any of that uh, yeah. let's just slap one in we, yeah we've gone all in on baby Leia and it's like oh my god I thought she was good to be fair I thought she put on a good performance it's, as a younger Leia th- that young girl isn't the problem it's everything else. It's, <laughs> it's just, just fundamentally. It's else. just fundamentally. That's the that direction they decided to go with the story. Like they had a yeah. they they had like a blank check. Really, they had like a blank page to write whatever story they wanted, and they decided, yeah, we'll go down this. Like he meets a young Leia and goes yeah. on a bit of an I, adventure with her. Like, like I, I kind of get it from a standpoint of like, oh, you know, the you know, the beginning of a new hope. Um, <clears throat> she she calls for Obi Wan's help and calls him by his name obi-wan but that i don't think we needed an explanation quite that intricate as to why they knew each other so well i, I could be wrong i've not seen a new hope in a while but i've always got the sense hearing her message to obi-wan she doesn't know him yeah her father yeah. has told her about yes him. yeah yes yeah oh and then, and yet not only do they meet they have a full-on fairly close relationship throughout this thing almost like a father-daughter thing and it's just and then he turns around to her at the end and he goes by the way you can't tell anyone about this adventure at all ever which is why it's never mentioned in any of the later films it's just laughable like there's that bit there's the bit of new hope where alec guinness you know he calls only a master of evil darth like because at the time his first name was darth 
and yeah. George hadn't figured it out yet. And then like at the end of the show and Ewan's doing a really good, it's a good, it's the best scene in the show when he's like yeah, crying yeah. at Anakin or whatever. And then he just calls him Darth at the end. I was just like, mate, <laughs> you don't need to try and like justify it. Oh my days. Yeah, Star Wars is prone to that kind of st- stuff though, isn't it? It <laughs> loves trying to squeeze like these links and explanations and like wreck on it. Yeah. So like, sure. like, oh no, no, no. I, I did know what I was on about. Like Anakin made C3PO, like apparently. From like, a certain point of view. Here is. <laughs> Well, th- this one line happened because George Lucas hadn't really thought out where it was going to go. But now we're going to spend two seasons of a TV show explaining exactly what that line means. It's, it's like so we stupid. don't need the unnecessary justification. And I'm really worried that Andor is just going to be more of that. It's just going to be more. Who cares about Andor? Oh, that's man. that's one of the weirdest ideas for a show. We're going to go all in on this guy that we know how he dies and like. <laughs> We we kind of he, he, in in Rogue One he wasn't particularly like an in, interesting or charismatic guy, and yet they've decided we need to make a series on this guy. Cassian Andor <laughs> only exists because they weren't ready to let go of the character of Han Solo, but Harrison Ford was too yeah, old. He's yeah, Cassian Andor like. I love Rogue One. I've gone multiple times. I've said how much I enjoy Rogue One. Cassian Andor is literally the worst character in the. He's the most boring character in the whole film. And then, <laughs> and then they've been like, "Oh, well, the show isn't really about Cassian Andor. It's about like, it, you know, it's through his eyes, and it's about the the early days of the rebels and how the rebels yeah. came to be. And it's like." I, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. And God, if, if only there was already a show about how the Rebels started in Star Wars. Oh, that'd yeah. be really good. Like, maybe it could be animated and run for like three or four seasons. And three movies. I, I remember them mm. people asking questions like, oh, is uh, K2SO going to be in the show? And they're like, oh, yeah, K2, the Alan Tudd, it's coming back as K2SO for, for season two. And it's like, what do you mean season two? Why do we need more than one season of this? <laughs> In it, man. It's it's mad that his droid sidekick has more personality than he does, <laughs> and he's not going to be in the first season of that show. It's like, oh my god. You know what, though, this is encouraging because you know how many months into this podcast are we? This is like almost two years in that we've been doing this, and finally, I feel like as a group, we are turning against like the constant <laughs> onslaught. Oh of yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's good. I will lap it up. Yeah, but it's, it's just not. There's a change. Anymore, There's been it? a change for sure. Where like the quality <laughs> of stuff is just dipped now, and people are getting fed up. I think they're like, this is actually bullshit. Dan was here first, and then I've slowly I've caught up to him a bit, and like I've I think I've corrupted Christian. I've seen messages yeah. with Christian through group chats, so I was like, mate, it's all shit, and it's all it's all. <laughs> Honestly, people were so surprised when I put that message in where you know it was like mid-season kenobi and everyone was like oh what's everyone thinking what's everyone thinking and i i just put in a message it it might have even been in all caps it was just like i am just so done with star wars as a whole i <laughs> yeah, can't be bothered oh, God, yeah. with star wars anymore there's this like I'm, I'm looking forward to anything more mandalorian i'll i'll watch that's all been good and i'm looking forward to the ahsoka show but outside of that i'm kind of they'll, they'll find ways to ruin it yeah, I think it's going to be really bad. Because what are they? What story are they going to tell? Like they just, they, like they just well, the, the Ahsoka ones all sort of picking up from the end of Rebels, where one character is missing and you don't know where they've gone. And yeah, that's a whole big thing. If if they've that's not pointless. cast, if they've not cast Rahul Kohli, then what's the they point? They've already told you it's the dude who played uh, Aladdin. Yeah, I suppose huh. decent casting. But... 
but weirdly enough we talk we, you know we all hate star wars we're all a bit like dead inside like that's established and i love it i don't know if it's because me and dan have, i don't know if me and dan have like truly we, i think we have we did lose our minds in this whole absolute insanity we've been through this flat thing we've just watched we're watching the prequels again we've just turned yeah. around we turned around i saw on, that the other day yeah yeah we, we turned on letterbox it was on monday or something dan was like have we ever watched the prequels <laughs> together and i was like no we haven't it was like should we and i was like yeah go on and we just started watching phantom menace <laughs> yeah and it's still bad it was more like a group therapy session wasn't it dan i think we sat together yeah, that's the whole premise of this channel was going back and watching films and seeing how our opinions change on them if you and you've just gone let's just do it why yeah we'll it? get why, we'll get to content we'll do that we'll do them later when we find pre is an in-person thing you know yeah i still love 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 the idea and we'd have to work out logistics of doing some sort of like stream where we watch entire series in one go the, th- the thing is with the the prequels though is that like <laughs> i've been watching them and i expected to just like hate him and just be like what the fuck is this is all but i think i rated like attack of the clones like one and a half star like <laughs> at, at some point i was obviously i've obviously been raging for like decades about that film <laughs> and <laughs> but, still but, hurts. Like, like it's it's weird right because they're bad films they're definitely bad films the prequels yeah. they're definitely not well executed films because George Lucas, like, is like an insane. Like, I don't, I don't know. Some of his directorial decisions, some of his like, just, they're just bizarre. At, you know, would you say he went a bit too far? He went a few. He went a bit far <laughs> in some places. <laughs> but like, you watch them and you think, I've been saying to Ben, all this needs, and he agrees, is just a couple of rewrites or just a yeah, little it's, bit. It's all more. there. Some yeah, like the story fundamentally, I think is actually pretty solid. It's pretty good. Like the plot beats are good. Like the stuff that happens is it's very intriguing. Kind of Attack of the Clones is like actually somewhere in there is quite an intriguing like mystery, mm-hmm. and and the whole thing with like what everyone's really up to and the you know there are hidden forces going on and stuff. It's all quite compelling. But it's just really poorly executed and done behind like constant green screen. That that's the story of George Lucas, isn't it? Even the first ever Star Wars, <coughs> he didn't really know what he was doing and his wife came in and fixed yeah. it. Yeah. My my I think my favourite thing about rewatching the prequels every single time is that a lot of the shots just feel like they caught like people rehearsing and then we're just like yep that's the shot and yeah. it's like no 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 but my script was st- no 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 we'll edit it out it's fine yeah. it's, it's yeah. just it's just mad man yeah the thing because like there's just so much it's like they're they're not trying to be funny other than Jar Jar but they're all like it's all they're all pretty funny but not <laughs> yeah. in a we're trying in, unlike you know they're not trying this is seen as unintentionally hilarious I, I feel kind like, of terrible I feel like Revenge of the Sith uh with the like back and forth i mean especially that opening sequence has so much back and forth banter and it has the the droid that pushes past and goes excuse me and it it, it just has a it just has a bunch of stuff where i feel like they're deliberately trying to lean into the fact that people found the other prequels funny but i get what you mean that they're just hilarious films but they're definitely not meant to be yeah, but they, they they could have been really really good because I think story wise they're, they're they're decent. They just need a good script and like just a rethink in terms of how everything is like actually pieced together. Where it... that's kind of essentially what the Clone Wars show was, though. It was yeah. a lot of the ideas for what that time period could have been done. They just needed George Lucas not to be as involved as he was. Yeah, I think There's... George Lucas is a great 
you know, he's obviously written a, re- a really good like story. He's got good ideas. Yeah, he's he's fil- it's that is the thing I want the, the point I wanted to come to is that those films are full of ideas and actually yeah, have yeah. a bit of a vision. There's lots and lots of ideas going on and it's good st- stuff. It's just poorly executed. Whereas There's new this- stuff every single time, every single movie is new stuff. Yeah, visually yeah. or story wise but yeah got that whereas this all the new stuff we're getting and not just Star Wars stuff but like Marvel stuff and whatever it might be it it, it seems to not have that in place it seems to have no idea it doesn't have any ideas really it doesn't have any like fundamental like they have ideas but they're not compelling enough to actually like base anything it's almost like they're well executed but they don't have the they don't have the foundations in place to actually yeah. hook you Kenobi being well, a some of the stuff does. Yeah, there, there there is one new thing that did I I know did hook at least two of us here. Yeah, that is like a long past film that I know What's Ben wants to desperately talk about. Oh, before you say that, can I say one other thing? I thought was pretty yeah, yeah. sick in Attack of the Clones, right? <laughs> Super quick. There's that. Was it so, Fist, though? No, there's that whole like. There's a thing where like there's the day Filoni talks about the the point of Duel of the Fates, right? We talks about like the uh. the reason for that is like the idea of the music and the score and its name is it plays over that lightsaber fight because like Qui Gon and Maul are dueling over the fate of Anakin, and whoever wins will decide Anakin's fate. So because Qui Gon loses and dies, Anakin loses his father figure, which gives Palpatine the father figure edge, which is why he turns to Dark Side. Blah blah blah. Then in Attack of the Clone, I so I know that we know that now after twenty years that's been explained to us. Um, in the Attack of the Clones, there's that bit where Anakin's looking for his mom and he's on that speeder and he's going through Tatooine. They play Jewel the Fates again, like over the top of it, and I was like, oh cool! So it's like this is like the next huge moment, monumental step that's in Anakin's tour. In that, yeah, he's lost the father figure and now he's about to lose the mother figure, and so thematically, John Williams or George has gone put that back in or another version of it back in, and I thought. That's very good. That's very good subconscious storytelling, yes. visual visual yes. storytelling. That was great. Yeah. And then earlier this year, we got a we got a proper movie. We did get a proper movie. If if we're talking about what we're talking about, Christian. Jurassic World Dominion. No, no, yes. no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Crimes of well, Grindelwald, Dumbledore. No, 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 all of those. Uh, skip past them, ignore them. What else? We're not, we're, what we're else not even to justify them with talk. And that, okay. Yeah, that's a great oh, idea. I've, I've actually got stuff to say about Jurassic World because boy, was that. Well, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was bringing up Top Gun Maverick, mate. Oh, okay, mate. See, this is an interesting one for me because I loved it I had a great time in the cinema it's fantastic what a film that is however whenever I go to talk about it I just kind of find myself being like I, I don't have that much to say on it other than yeah it's great it's a great film just really good I, I, I just like I, I don't have any major attachment to the original Top Gun like other people here might have like I didn't see Top Gun till I was in uni and it it doesn't really have much of a story. It is kind of a, a cheesy eighties. Like it is, if, if I had to Basic. if I had to point someone at a film that embodies the eighties, I would probably point them at Top Gun. Um, but 
Top Gun Maverick, like it, it hit me with the emotional beats. The action was mm-hmm. great. It, it looked fantastic. I, I was just fully into that film and came out and I was like, that might be one of the best films I've seen <laughs> this year. <laughs> Easily. I think it, because it, we're so used to how fake movies look because you know it's a, especially because we're living in a pandemic and the volume is becoming more of a thing and people thinking oh we can we can try it with cgi and stuff but like you know your brain knows it's fake or maybe we know it's fake because we're kind of more invested in how movies are made when i see a real jet <laughs> in the sky actually flying and there's an actor in the cockpit getting swung around facing the real g-force it's like twice as good than compared because everything else looks so fake i'm just like oh i'm like just the uh, this there's the shots where it's like four jets in a in a formation formation one above the other and the camera's in front of it and i was like oh my god the work <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. oh. mm-hmm. you just i could feel their effort coming out the screen you know what i mean because have you guys heard how they filmed the jet scenes like the cockpit yeah. scenes? honestly like Mental. watching watching the like little bit I'm, i'd love to watch the full behind the scenes when it comes out for like blu-ray and dvd but the little snippets I've seen in the behind the scenes, it's like, that's absolutely <laughs> mental that all the actors were just given like a crash course in cinematography and self-direction and all that sort of stuff. And then they just stuck them in an actual jet, put a camera in front of them and went, go film your scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just that idea of like they, like, they would film for like however long you can get back to the ground. And then it's like, right, let's see if any of that was usable. Yeah yeah it's mad it's Dedication, so man, it's so, it, cool. it's mm. so mad it's just and oh my god even with all that and the minimal cgi it still cost them half as much as the budget of thor it's crazy i'm very curious about how this budget thing works because you've got tom cruise he's a massive star he and i think it's purely on the jet fuel used alone for this film i i'm dubious of, i think there's some there's got to be some fudging of the numbers going on Tom, around Tom here. Cruise didn't get paid up front for the film. He took... Okay. He, he Basically, because he helped produce it, he <laughs> for, went... It, like he, he decided to forego payment and then get a cut of the box office, which, of course, it was massive when it was released. So he got... Mm. It basically he just had ultimate faith in this film and was like, I don't need paying up front. I'll get paid when everyone goes to see it. I can't remember cool. if if it's on the podcast me and James listened to. Do you know the story of how it got greenlit the movie? Were you were you told? I, this? Oh, I remember. Was it on our? That, but I can't remember. It. it was like so. It's like he's making Tom Cruise is like making Mission Impossible or or whatever it is, and he's like insanely busy. And the director of Top Gun, I think his name's Justin or something. He's told you've got ten minutes with Tom. That's all you can get. You ten minutes to pitch top gun 2 and tom has always been thinking i'm gonna do top gun 2 eventually when we can and when it's when we're ready and so he and then he pitches the film to him within 10 minutes and we've got all this tech we can do this now we've got this 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 is the story and apparently tom like picks up the phone calls the studio whoever it is and it's like we're now we're doing top gun 2 now and like that was it <laughs> how mad's that oh, yeah. I can believe it. Tom Cruise is a bit mental. No, Tom yeah, Cruise in is the insane, best way. But I, honestly, he's great at what he does. <laughs> there was a bit in the film as well, like 
to not talk about Tom Cruise one sec, talk about somebody else. I was like weeping at one bit in the film. Yeah. Our friend of the show, Camilla, like noticed me like proper crying. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, God's sake, I, I know which scene you're I about. also think I know. Uh, uh, Have you seen it, Dan? Yeah, I actually only went to see oh. it last weekend. That's fine. We could talk sports. Oh, gotcha, is yeah. it the scene with Iceman? Yeah, 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 yeah. Make it's like I don't have a huge. I, I kind of do, and I don't have a huge connection with Val Kilmer. I do because obviously he's a Batman, and I've grown up with Batman. I'm a big fan of Willow. He's in that, and then as an adult, he's in like Tombstone and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and things like that. And he's really great. And like his story about how he's got the throat cancer, how he deals with it, and then like I didn't know he was going to be in it. And then like you see on the credits that he's in it, and me and Camilla are like, oh my god, he's actually going to be in it. And then, like, he's kind of, like, he's in the scene. He's not speaking for obvious reasons. And he, like, he, he he talks. And there's just something about it where I was just, like, just weeping, like, so sad, like, crying. And they're really good together. It's a really good them. scene. Honestly, yeah. I felt myself tearing up. And I'm like, I have no connection to the first Top Gun. Why, <laughs> why am I letting the emotional beats get to me? It, yeah. It's a really well done film. I think I might mention this on the podcast when we were talking about films we we're looking forward to. I had never seen the first Top Gun until the week before I went to watch the sequel. And yet, watching the trailer for the new one, it made me nostalgic for a film I'd never seen. It's mad, it's yeah. It's just a really good film. Yeah, it's so... I, it was just so impressive honestly and even better seeing it in IMAX when the, the, the you know it cut to the outside of the jets and they were firing flares and stuff you could feel it in your chest I, I had cool, such man. an experience watching it in IMAX it's cool, yeah, man. It just good, goes to, good film it just goes to show though doesn't it it just goes to show that you don't that you know you can have an emotional reaction to things the Christian saying we didn't even watch the original Top Gun but he still had an emotional reaction to scenes in it a scene between two actors just in a room you know yeah, man. has an emotional resonance you don't necessarily need all this insane shit going on and all these like, epic fucking screaming goats exactly I'll tell you the bit the in place that bit in Thor when he jumps on Stormbreak and flies like a broom proper made me laugh. I don't know why. I, I, I'm annoyed they didn't keep doing it. I, it was I think because he was far away and like it was just like a, almost like a still image across the frame. Oh, it made me chuckle. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought I should say. Yeah. And I'm sad he ditched his outfit. He had a cool outfit going on with his jeans. Why ditch that for oh, a I terrible? I thought you were going to say the one between those two outfits where he's got like a really good sort of leather vest and the fur sort of cloak. It looks very oh, yeah. sort of like Norse and stuff. That was a yeah. really good look. And he just goes, blue and yellow. Yeah, wow. I, was in, I, was into, I was into all that until he gets, yeah, until he meets Jane and goes all, I don't know, it's just yeah. a bit silly. Oh my God. Have, have I warped into a different world we're, we're talking about four again is, is this the sorry of the podcast oh, I, sorry. I, no we'll, we'll move on from this um there's another show that came and went i think since oh. we last started <laughs> dan didn't watch it did everybody watch stranger things no i did oh christian hates stranger things i, I i'm not a fan of stranger things so i did not watch it that's interesting. I saw the master. Of Pu- I saw the master of puppet sequence, and I really enjoyed that. But it's a good sequence. I didn't see anything. Did you else. see Metallica's response to it? I did. Yes. Good stuff. The I will say this this season of the show, one of the best examples of retroactive storytelling. I can think of. Yeah, that's a long word. What do you mean? Because so it's too this guy they've got books. they've they've gone back <laughs> they've gone back and changed previous events or re-embellished previous events to fit in a character that they hadn't thought of at the time. Uh, 
because obviously they had all these other creatures in the show and they haven't got a villain. There is There wasn't a big villain in the show. And so this season was all about setting up your, the big bad. And, so, and then they've recontextualized some previous events and past events. I actually don't know if I like that, if I'm honest. I thought, I agree. That I don't know if I fully like it. I, you know, it would have been good if they thought of it, but I thought if what if that's the assignment, I thought they did a pretty good job of it. Oh, yeah. But I just mean, I think I preferred it when it was like the upside down and the creatures coming from it are just sort of nature. It's animalistic and it's just mm. beasts and stuff like that. It's There isn't this humanoid yeah. sort of mastermind sending them all out and controlling everything. That's fair. I think yeah, that, they needed uh, yeah, a big, that's fair. They needed a big bad to milk it for two more seasons, though. You need somebody yeah, to yeah. somebody to speak, a villain that can speak. <laughs> they and need I, exposition. Yeah, and I mate, there's a bit as a I'm a big Billy fan. And so mm. when he I love Billy. Get 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 rid of Hopper. Keep Billy. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have nah. they should have they should have switched that. Keep Billy. And then when he popped up, I thought, oh, oh. It's great. It's great. It's a good good show. I think it's a good show. I don't think it's like the best thing I've ever seen, yeah. but I think it's a really fun. I a fun show if you've watched 80s movies you know the the big bad christian is freddy krueger he really is just freddy krueger well the, the, um, big, the big bad's the same i i do think i i appreciate that they've been really clever with how they've done the big bad in that they've just chosen like royalty free monsters and been like yeah we'll just yeah. use them yeah it's a solid <sighs> show i'm looking forward to the the final season i love it when they say to us because yeah. they said the Lord of the Rings show is only five seasons. That's a bit of a commitment, but that sounds like they've gone in knowing how it's going to end, which I think I know yeah. how it ends. But, you know, maybe a positive. What, Good the show. Lord of the Rings show? Yeah, yeah. They said apparently it will be five seasons. Jesus Christ. Um, which is a, that which surely is a lot. depends on the success of the first it season. Does. Uh, no, it does. It doesn't. Amazon have infinite money. They'll make it <laughs> yeah, five seasons yeah. anyway. It's also that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would kind as much as I'm loving the boys and I don't want it to be over. I I would like them to end it before it peters out. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about you know that last scene where it was like we might fight the president. And I was like, eh. but that's kind of how the season two ended. If I'm honest, I can't remember. Season two oh, ended yeah, with the Congress thing. It's now going to get political, and how do you fight them on like the broad thing? It's not fist fighting anymore. It's political. That's kind of how season three ended. Really. I, I would yeah. like the boys to end with like five, five, six seasons. I think five, six seasons is like a nice, like three seasons if you've not got much of a story. Five, six for, you know, if there's usually if there's base material, there's a bit more to go off of. Um, yeah, and then you know sometimes it goes even longer if there's yeah if there's books you know like they i think they've already confirmed that the witcher is ending like season seven or eight however many books there are they're doing a season a book so yeah um, um, yeah we'll see it's a good show five six seasons i think the boys could be nicely wrapped up and not have lost its Mm. momentum and gotten boring yeah did you guys watch Jurassic World Dominion? And that's the podcast. Uh, <laughs> listen, everyone. <laughs> I didn't watch it. No, no interest. <sighs> um, Just, no. It was. It was. It, there was a lot of mistakes made. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's only one thing that really, really fucking wound me up, right? So, g- going into the film, kind of as a joke, but I still would have loved it. I was like, 
I just want to see Chris Pratt ride a dinosaur. That's all I really want. We're at this point now. Let's let's jump the shark, have him ride a dinosaur. We might as well. Yeah. And in the first scene we see him in, in the entire film, it's him riding a horse, corralling like other dinosaurs, and, like using a lasso to like sort of tie them. I went, oh my God, they're setting up that like he can ride a horse. <laughs> they're setting up that he can lasso a dinosaur. This is going to culminate in riding a dinosaur. And he didn't ride a single fucking dinosaur in the entire film. It goes back to Dan's what a idea. Bullshit. No ideas. Dan said the 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 yeah. best the, the, I think the best part of the whole film was the fact that they brought back the legacy characters they had them all interact with each other and together and they didn't hinge it on anything that Chris Pratt or Bryce Dallas Howard were doing they kind of just they both end up in the same place on different adventures and bump into each other and are like oh hey um Oh, I guess okay. we'll... And <laughs> I'm convinced that that's because they wrote the script for this film. Yeah, they wrote two different scripts. Before any of the um, legacy characters signed on. Then when they were like, oh yeah, we'll come back, they were like, shit, we've already got our script written and filmed. Oh, fuck, let's write a random other little story, side story that they can be doing at the same time. They're inconsequential to the whole story. It was kind of madness in a series that has already jumped the shark and had like dinosaur hybrids and like increasingly bigger and bigger and nastier and nastier dinosaurs that uh the big the the big threat in this film was giant locusts <laughs> oh god I, I, don't, I didn't hate the whole locust idea it's not an awful uh, idea they're using genetics to control food sources and whatever but it's just a bit weird and out of place in a jurassic park i film. mean to to be fair the, the bit that did have the uh, the atrociraptors, the genetically modified raptors, <laughs> uh, in that five seconds. Uh, well, that entire sequence in is it is it Spain that it's in or where wherever it is, that was literally the worst part of the whole film for me. I yeah. hated that sequence. It was like something out of a Fast and Furious movie with Chris Pratt being chased down side streets on a motorbike with raptors running after him, and then that that guy on the e scooter just gets eaten out of nowhere. There's a there's that's what you get for uh, <laughs> there's, oh, there's a point where there's two like giant carnivores and they've got them like roaring at each other in this big plaza and there's a guy riding between them looking scared on an e-scooter and one of them just bends down and rips his head off <laughs> <laughs> is that some kind of like like a criticism of people who ride e-scooters I think so yeah <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> fuck those guys <laughs> uh, honestly like from a dinosaur standpoint, as someone who's a big dinosaur nerd, I enjoyed that I finally got to see some new dinosaurs. As a Jurassic Park fan, it's it's just a, it, it's kind of just a wet fart of an ending to. Yeah. I'll be honest. If you take the dinosaurs out of this film, it's not that different. No, not really. They're barely in. Yeah, well, not even that they're barely in it. They just don't do anything. Not really. That's your big. That's a big shame when it's yeah. the dinosaurs are on all over. I it is. I was so excited for. The, the trailer when they introduced the the Therizinosaurus because that's been one of my favourite dinosaurs since I was a kid and I was like yes it's finally coming to it did it did nothing it it was barely the Therizinosaurus the Therizinosaurus it's the one uh, the blind one that um <laughs> with the dead long claws that was blind yeah. <laughs> 
I need yeah, to. Where, didn't you see it's sunglasses? It, 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 had, it had completely glazed over her eyes, and it doesn't. There's the whole th- bit where she's holding her breath, and it's like right next to her in a tree. <laughs> and it it has a bunch of moments with like completely false tension because the CGI isn't up to scratch either. Is that the one with the really long fingers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I didn't know it was blind. I, <laughs> it, it's, I don't know whether they expressly say whether it's blind, but it has completely like whited over eyes and they kind of imply that it's getting around by sound. Why would it have eyes if it were blind? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. It's, whoa, it's, whoa, it's, whoa, it's whoa. not meant to be it's not meant to be blind. <laughs> Let's dissect it's just that dinosaur, <laughs> just not that the species dinosaur, of dinosaur. Not the species. Oh, I thought you meant the species no, 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 of no, no, dinosaur no, no, no. was blind. So I'm like, if all of them are blind, surely they would have evolved <laughs> to not have so eyes. Just well, bats, dinosaur. Bats blind. Yeah, the the di- the, di- the, di- the di- No, they're not the really. The dinosaur blind, in no. the film is blind, but that species of dinosaur in real right. life is not blind. Why is it blind? Gotcha, gotcha. I, it's yeah, what happened a, to it? It's got a scratch down. It's, it, it makes it cooler? It, 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 towards the end of the film, it gets into a fight <laughs> with the T-Rex and the Gigantosaurus and whatever. So it's, Oh, it, and it's blinded in a fight or something. Yeah, so what a convoluted even, even, thing to Even though it's eat. a herbivore and doesn't eat meat, they all walk around it like, oh, it's a big scary... That, I, yeah. I mean, there is a point where there's like a goat or something that's wandering around this forest and it literally just swings and slams this goat into the side of a tree for no uh-huh. reason because it doesn't eat it because it, it's a herbivore there's, there's one point <laughs> in the film that i would love to see dan and ben's reaction on and i could just imagine how loud the groan would be <laughs> there's a bit where the t-rex is like walking around this like piece of art in a courtyard and the court the piece of art's got a big circle in it and as it walks around it forms the jurassic park oh yeah behind it <laughs> good lord I was like, you know what? If this film was more fun, I'd be all for this. But at this oh, point, I'm like... Seriously, what, though, like, what, just imagine yes. 10 years in the future, right? What the hell are they going to be making if this is the point we're at now? <laughs> Where yeah, it's man. like, there is so... Like, that. that's the best... They, that is the best they can do. Like, that <laughs> film. Like, what's going to happen? And I like the fact that you guys are slowly turning... Same. Can You're I... on the same trajectory as me. But when it's good, I still love it. Like Miss Marvel, I was like, yes, this is this feels like proper Marvel content and the stuff that I love. Miss Marvel yeah. was great. I need to spin the hatred back towards Dan a bit because by the time the next one comes <laughs> out, <laughs> by the time the next episode comes out, it may have the show may have started. Dan is famously has been utterly crushed by Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> no. Don't talk about that shit. <laughs> and it's really taken a, a chunk out of him. And it's, yeah. it's like all like all zombies, it's come back. All big villains, it's come back. Yeah. Mm. Worse than ever. And I just need to know, Dan, what are your thoughts, your feelings going in? We're less, I think you're less than a month away from more Game of Thrones. Um, how do you feel going back to your, to your ex? Oh, Christ. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just. I suppose my expectations for it are so low that I don't really even. I don't even really care. Like, it's it literally is like a reanimated corpse at this point. Like, why have they brought it back? Like, why have they brought back Game of Thrones? Like, I don't understand. Like, nobody cares about that show anymore, <laughs> and yet they've made a whole TV show and they're trying to make out like people are actually asked about it. And like, I don't get it. I don't get it at all and it's like a, it'll make money yeah but it won't I just I don't like it won't people are so <laughs> done with that show surely like we know how the rest of that story goes as well and it's completely like unsatisfying on every level <laughs> like this is like a setup for 
the original series of Game I, of Thrones. I, I reckon it'll do well based purely on the fact that it will be releasing on HBO Max in America, so people will watch it just because it's available. I think people will watch it, but it's like... And you're going to be one of them. No, I don't. I don't know. Like, what is the show <laughs> How even can about? We watch it. Is it is it streaming on anything? It'll be here? on like Sky Atlantic. Uh, I, I was going to say, I think it'll go onto Sky and then Now TV. I don't have either of those. Mm. Don't worry, James. I do. <gasps> oh. My hero. Don't you worry. I'll get. I'll <laughs> sort you out. <laughs> it's just like how. How is it going to be interesting? I just don't understand. It's about like the. It's going to have dragons in it. He honestly like, <laughs> who gives a shit? I love. I, I said. I said to Dan like it's so funny because the the point that show Game of Thrones is all about how the squabbling politics was pointless and a waste of time because here comes the the supernatural oncoming threat and that show like fundamentally misunderstood what <laughs> that what the story was. And they went in yeah. the opposite direction, made it all about the squabbling politics. And now yeah. this new show is more of that. And it's like, <laughs> you've just gone completely the wrong way with what that what Dan said when we were in the flat. It's called A Song of Ice and Fire, not... This is called Game of Thrones, I suppose. But like, it's just funny how they've gone the, the opposite direction of what it was meant to be. It's just so <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, totally. It's just... Uh, whatever. Uh, people, well, I suppose, liked that aspect of Game of Thrones, political intrigue and everything, but it just... Uh, fundamentally, people don't care about that that world any, anymore, and I just don't get the point of this show because of that. I'll watch they it. were meant to be doing another spin-off, weren't they? Uh, that ended up being canned, like... Executive, yeah. executive saw the pilot episode and were like, pull the plug. Yeah, yeah it was, some, was that one? It was something that? about like the the um, the tree children. Yes, you it, know the children uh, of the forest or whatever they're called. Yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like the first time humans meet them. I think. Mm. And this there was is a just whole about like Targaryens. Nah, give me dragons. Yeah, all the lore of it is quite in- interesting. You know, on the of of the books, like the 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 story of the books is still. You know, obviously he's not finished writing the books. He probably never will at this rate because he's still got two of them to write, right. and the sixth one, the penultimate one, has no. There's no sign of him releasing it anytime soon. I'm telling you now, he has written those books but has deliberately left the last chapter so that like unwritten so that he dies someone else finishes the book is like i'll finish it to to close off the story some other author steps in finishes it it comes out it's terrible everyone hates it and then george rr martin up from the grave can be like not my fault i didn't write it hmm. i <laughs> yeah. see why why why, sh- why would he why would he keep going like if like you know it's his i guess it's like it's it's his pastime is to write it or i guess it's his full-time job i guess he's yeah. what is he is he retired what do you do when you're in all anyway but like <laughs> if the whole world is telling you your thing is shit including us it's like why why would you then spend your time keep going with it thing, was it he had nothing to do with those final it's like and... it's such a I bad taste he, he, he says he says he didn't. He says, "Oh, well, they went off on their own, and my my book was planned to have a completely different ending to that." And I'm like, "Did it? Did did? Are you sure they didn't come to you, ask you what your ending was going to be? You gave them a vague idea. They put it into the show, and then you've used it to test audience reaction. <laughs> audience yeah. reaction's been negative, <laughs> and now he's like, well, damn it! Now now I need to come up with a new ending.' <laughs> Maybe so one yeah. very public and very expensive focus. Yeah, yeah." 
I mean, it was my understanding that yeah. he had basically given them like a pretty broad synopsis of like his his ideas that was not fully formed at that point, and basically said to them, "Go off and write your own ending," and that's what they came up with. They came up with the ending of of, of Game of Thrones as we see it now. And I've, you've got to imagine as like an author who's been writing those. He's been writing those books since like the early nineties, I think. Like suddenly, it's like a lot of the motivation to finish that story must mm. go because you've just gone right here's the ending you finish it yeah. off and you know i'll come back to it when i've got the motivation to figure it figure it out in a more you know compelling way or whatever but yeah like yeah like i think my original point was that the law of of the past and the targaryens and all that kind of stuff the children of the forest is all quite good but like it's not going to be well for a start a tv show is not going to be made about the children of the forest because people are interested because people are interested in game of thrones to that level anymore they've just switched off so don't know why they're making this show as well just seems kind of pointless to be honest but we'll see won't we it's a really positive it's a note, uh, you know. To the, I mean, I'm really enjoying the vibes, man. <laughs> I've, I haven't actually watched the new trailer. To be fair, it's I just don't think like I have, it's just it's actors and sets and wigs and a couple shots of a dragon and it's about it. This is the one that Matt Smith's in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Matt Smith, Matt Smith wants the throne, but his sister wants the throne. It's like, oh, <sighs> God, does he now? <laughs> It's just phoned in, and everything's just phoned. Everything. It's like no one actually cares. I will say though, I, I quite, I'm looking. I'm, I, every big property Matt Smith enters completely fails. So I feel <laughs> like I want, I kind of want him to have a win, but also I think he's just, he's like, he's like weirdly cursed. Doctor Who was a win for him. It. In, from a certain point of view in your opinion <laughs> but like okay post Doctor Who okay post Doctor yeah. Who everything he's entered Morbius uh, Terminator, Terminator. Rise he, was of he was rumoured to be Rise of oh, Skywalker yeah. and now he's in this it's like everything <laughs> he does is like like how many more opportunities he's going to get although he's in The Crown apparently that's not failed yet I suppose um, yeah. yeah but you know that's already been written like you know how 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 much can you fuck up history oh true yeah true yeah, yeah it's fair enough. Uh, anyway i want to lead us towards a wrap-up but there is yeah. there is a couple quick things i want to bring up that aren't solely film related but i feel are i i, I just want to sort of ask dan his feeling on some things because you know D- dan oh, for god's sake it, 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 you know there's, there's a couple things that have come up that i've been We've got to keep him awake as well. We've got to keep him engaged. (laughs) There's a a couple of things that I've been fascinated in that have come up recently that I just want to... Everyone's allowed to participate, but I was specifically looking for Dan's reaction. The the first thing is, did anyone see the Alexa, like Amazon Echo update? I have no Um, idea we're on about that. No, I don't think so. Basically, Amazon have come up with a, a new thing that your Amazon Alexa, you know, it listens to you that we, we've kind of established that they're like it doesn't listen to you and record you all the time it's like yes it does we know amazon <laughs> but they're, they're they're trialing a new feature at the moment where alexa will be able to mimic the voice of dead relatives 
Oh, for oh my god. They, no, they did not. They, they, they posted a video. Well, they've not posted the video, but they, they were at a conference and they showed a video where a kid asked an Alexa if grandma could finish reading him a story and it no mimicked chance. her voice to no read chance. the book. I don't know. How does it do that? I, I have no idea, but this is a this is a thing that's come out of a conference. And I'm like, why? that's so creepy. I don't understand why they would do that. It's like I guess it's like the same technology as what they were doing with like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker voice. I guess like if you keep talking into it, it'll the AI will get every possible outcome of a word or you know you'll say and then just that's speaks like through an algorithm. Based off, you know, they can go. Oh look, we've got all this footage of you know a young Mark Hamill, and we've got all of this voice. We can base it off that. How can it base like unless you can show it a video of your dead relative? I, yeah. ever gonna, I get what's it going to base? I it guess off? they're banking on the fact that you know your relative will come round to your house and the the echo will have heard your relative talk. And w- nah. it's, it's very, it's very two thousand and one. It's yeah, just, it's, it's, it's I don't like really it. Really insanely creepy. Um, yeah, that's not going to go down well. And I, some people love it though, because some people really aren't asked about all of this. Oh, it's weird. They're like, yeah, but it'll be nice. I want to hear but my grandma the, the, again. I was going to say, but the whole like. That the whole stages of grief means that you've got to like come <laughs> to terms with the fact that this person is gone forever, and if that you can just go and hear their voice reassure you through Alexa whenever you want, how is anyone going to move on? <laughs> so you're telling me I could get an Alexa and just have it talk in Dan's voice, so then I don't have to live with Dan. <laughs> um, if I just possibly. if I need to have it, I I don't know about the implications with living relatives. <laughs> Interesting. You've got the wrong end of the stick there. Interesting. <laughs> this may yeah. benefit me. Um, <laughs> give it 10, 20 years. They'll have also integrated that like hologram technology you yeah. get to bring back old artists that are dead to perform on stage. Yeah. Yeah. No one will ever die, no. really. It's, no one's yeah. ever really gone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the other one um, I wanted to talk about is uh, Saudi Arabia have shown off keep it light Christian. no 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 saudi, saudi arabia have shown off plans for their new city that they're building okay. a new city called the line it's called okay. the line because it is one long thin line of stuff stacked like i think it's stacked five thousand feet tall and it, like just go and look up Saudi Saudi Arabia <laughs> the line now and look at the the images and the videos of what this looks like and it's this... it's meant to be like the perfect city and it looks like somewhere that's going to quickly turn into a horrible futuristic dystopia. Just the wind that blows over straight away. Good oh, lord, that does look bizarre. Yeah, the future is becoming a very it very strange place as well. It? If I'm honest, what? It looks what? hideous yeah it's just a great big fucking eyesore in the desert it's like an ice wall from game of thrones it's like the ice yeah, wall th- <gasps> they're, they're basically like oh because you stack everything up on on top of each other we're going to split it into suburbs and everyone will live in suburbs oh it's, oh, um, it's so judge dread like yeah, mega city one exactly 100 miles long and, oh, it's yeah, so it's just, judge dread but then they're going to have like nature on either side because nature's going to be allowed to thrive and it's like I, I'm just waiting for the moment where they build this and people move in and everyone's in there and then they're like, oh, 
the environment around has taken a little bit of a hit, so we're going to close the doors off and stop you from leaving. Yeah, just, it's just, so... It... Just, just while nature, you know, heals itself, and then, you know, yeah. the city falls into an entire judge dread style dystopian nightmare. yeah this is a movie this is like it's the it's so you know the richest people are on the top of the upper yep. floors they get their balconies and the poorer you are the lower floor you're on you're, there's you're no, there won't the be enough police yeah and like yeah. there'll be no oh my god there's no there'll be no windows i feel like every i feel like there's so many sci-fi shows and films that have discussed why oh this my is god. a terrible idea like even hmm. doctor who has covered this that's ex- that was exactly my first thought of like the gridiron episode it's uh, it's well oh. you might say that they've crossed the line yeah ah, stop bit. it i mean it does look like it looks kind of cool but they'll never Fantastic build they'll, they'll never build this shit they'll never build it in a million yeah, years if, if mean, trump couldn't what? build a real wall like an actual <laughs> wall <laughs> they're not gonna build this wall are they uh, apparently it's apparently it's part of saudi arabia's like eco-friendly by 2030 policy and i'm like there's no way they're getting a hundred miles of like five thousand foot tall city built by 2030 it's taken them seven years to do the road works on the m6 they're not building an entire skyscraper city in 10 years i can't see it happening to be honest but you never know yeah i was also going to throw in that there was recently a, a chess playing robot that uh oh, that broke, that a, kid's broke a kid's finger fantastic yeah, <laughs> the, the, of course you saw it dan <laughs> yeah. with a robot <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was pretty bad i don't know what the fuck they were doing to be honest like what the hell is like a, a physical new like like a fucking hydraulic robot arm doing playing chess the, like the, i don't understand the ter- the terminators have started they've started way earlier than oh, it's just hydraulic arms so they can't come yeah. at us if we if we stay a safe distance away they can't break our fingers but yeah but it's not being funny i've seen those i don't know what company it is but the ones that make the parkour robots oh yeah they go evil. I'm fucked. Because there's no way I'm um, getting away from one of them. What they called? Boston Dynamics. Yeah, Boston that's the Dynamics. One. Just, just cut it out. What, you, what are you doing? You, you yeah. can, you can buy one of the dogs now for like personal use. Stupid. Although, having said that, did you see the Spider-Man one absolutely eat shit? <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. The, uh, the Spider-Man one is so impressive, but it was so hilarious that it, it just hit that wall. <laughs> it, it took that wall out. It's incredible. It feels it like just... we are going a bit. We are all going. It, it, it's all going a bit insane in it. Like we're going into some like the fu- the future in general is starting to look very very strange. Like yeah. I've been diving deeper into the world of like new technology and all the stuff coming out of conferences and all the stuff being made for theme parks and stuff. And some of it is just absolutely insane. It's like, why? There's been years of media produced on why this is a terrible idea and you're doing it anyway. Yeah, people are doing <laughs> it anyway. I can't wait. I can't wait till some mad theme park opens up that like juggling ride from Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Did you hear on, about yeah. that guy that got fired from Google? Um, because he was working on an AI and he thought it had become sentient. Yes, I did hear about this. And and basically said, this thing that I'm working on is actually a sentient being 
and it needs rights. And then he was immediately suspended <laughs> and, put, <laughs> and put on leave. And then he got, and then eventually he was fired. I don't think it is sentient. But... And he hasn't been heard from since. Yeah, exactly. Didn't Google immediately have it like put down to be decommissioned and destroyed? Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least that's a good sign. That's a that's a. Really I, I was gonna say at least Google. Well, Google already tried with their AI, and they. And was it was was it the Google one that was put out to like talk to the internet and within forty eight hours it became a horribly racist Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it was a, it was it was basically a chatbot. So it's it was designed, yeah. it was it was designed to give like customer service on behalf of Google or something. I think, but it sort of was somehow able to like have pretty coherent conversations with people, and it seemed I've read like the. Uh, uh, the fucking transcripts of the conversation and it seems like quite weirdly intelligent and sentient and able to come up with its own kind of thoughts and stuff but I think that was only like a little glimpse of the transcript which wasn't the whole thing and it probably isn't sentient in any way shape or form but like AI in general is fucking weird man it's getting weird it's getting really like to the point where like what what sort of stuff can it do it's like that whole AI art thing that's been popular recently, like where it just some of that's yeah. insane. Oh, I yeah, love it. Yeah, man. that's like my favorite recent trend. It's really cool. Like even the basic one, like it's called Doll E or something, right? Yeah, yeah. they're, they're working. They're working on. Uh, are they working on like a second version of it at the moment? No, well, they, they, there was the one that everyone's been kind of using for memes and stuff is um, the the mini version, which is like a really basic stripped down version that anyone could use. There is a real one that's kind of in beta test at the moment. And it's like the proper one where you have to have, you have to sign up for it and you have to be given an invite and everything. And some of the stuff coming out of that is like legitimately really, really, really good. Yeah, you can actually join a wait list now for Doll, for Doll E2 which yeah. is like the, the newest one and they've got some examples of the art and it's pretty insane what it's generating yeah it's like proper stuff it's not like oh that looks kind of weird it seems like pictures pulled from various google image results or whatever it seems like a, the meme potential that's it but like honestly it's only going to get better and better and better and we're not like developing as people fast enough to actually understand what's going on but we're still like just developing the technology anyway it, it's getting scary it's weird shit man basically five years time like what the fuck what will be who, who the hell knows we, we, we don't need this new blade runner show we're living it <laughs> oh it God. is becoming weird man like i feel like is it are we is this real life anymore <laughs> are, we, are we kind of like phased or into is it some... just fantasy oh, like, oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> back in that matrix back in that matrix room dan we're back in the room in the matrix that's it man it's the all void. a simulation we Blue shall guys. we'll see how the world and the void continues on and we'll come back to it in a few months time shall we so uh there you have it guys uh we've we've talked about a lot today we've talked about everything that we've missed over the past three months three months yeah two Near enough. um so two. hopefully we won't leave it as long between this one and the next one but <laughs> You know, unlike last time where we we promised it would be a monthly thing, I'm not going to make any promises. Uh, Two weeks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I think yeah. By the time the next one comes around, we may have a new Game of Thrones show, and then there's a, is is some movie coming out. I don't. And Lord of the Rings show as well. May uh, She-Hulk starts 17th of August. Yeah. I think. 
Um, there's there's right. plenty of stuff that's coming out that we'll be able to talk about. So, yeah. Um, right. Let's see what horrors the world presents to us next time. Yeah. And how so. how low can we emotionally sink? I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> we're on facebook we're on twitter uh we're on youtube we're on instagram uh there's many places you can find yeah. us interact with us that has been the podcast so uh, <laughs> i guess we'll see you uh see you all in a few months probably yeah let's see how my audio sounds for when we do we'll a, another mega bumper podcast <laughs> see right, you next time bye everyone Bye. Bye. <laughs> so happy. Bye, everyone.